Hey guys, welcome back to the Simply Teen Podcast. I'm Kathleen and I'll be your host. This episode is all about mental breaks and setting goals for the new year. This episode is extra special as Kristen from the Care Cafe podcast will be joining me in talking about different ways we personally de-stress, how we set realistic goals, and general advice going into the new year. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining me today in today's episode. And um, would you please introduce yourself and explain why goal setting is something important to you? Of course. Hi, everyone. My name is Kristen, and I am from the Care Cafe podcast, which is a platform supporting teens with their mental health and promoting authenticity of becoming, you know, your most authentic self. And I would say that is basically the epitome of the Care Cafe podcast, along with like promoting self-care. And um, I hope that y'all tune in into some of our episodes, which I'm really excited about. So thank you so much for welcoming me on to your podcast, Kathleen. And yes, I really think that goal setting is super, super important because it's something that allows us to grow as human individuals. Every day we're looking forward to evolving as a person and growing as a person. And the way that we do that from the grassroots up is through setting goals because that's how we're able to truly find our most authentic selves and basically find out who we really are. And by setting goals, that's how we're able to, you know, be able to achieve things and follow our passions that, you know, we're able to discover. And ultimately, I think that goal setting is all about self-discovery, which is why it's super, super important and something that we should all partake in. Thank you so much for your insight. And I definitely agree with you. Goal setting is a way for you to like reflect upon like your past um, ambitions and also create new um, ambitions for the future. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing your response and um, diving straight into the first question I have for you. So what activities do you personally do to de-stress and or relax your mind and body? So some activities that I usually do to really take care of myself and love myself and really grow myself as a person are um, both ways of self-care and also just organizing out my day and just reflecting upon like what has happened in the past year. So in regards to self-care, I usually um, do a lot of skincare, um, especially because I do really need to take care of my face, which I have not been doing, but definitely it's something that allows me to feel good about my mind and my body at the same time. Along with that, I make sure that I'm getting all of the nutrition I need. So a part of de-stressing for me is planning out my meals and also just looking at different recipes that I could try um, and especially just finding ways of healthy nutritious eating that I know will both make my body feel good and also help me in regards to my mental health and like self-fulfillment and things like that when it comes to like nutrition. Other ways that I take care of myself are through aromatherapy 
Aromatherapy is basically just using scents and um, essential oils to basically calm the mind and the body. And um, in many neuroscience papers and in the scientific community in general, there's a lot of research supporting how aromatherapy can really help your brain, both physically, mentally, and, you know, everything in between, because it really helps and stimulates like, the neurotransmitters in your mind and just makes you feel more calm. And if you want to hear more about that, I, um, I think there's like a few podcast episodes I have. Um, and it's super really, it's just super cool. And, and that's why I just love it so, so much. And um, other ways I de-stress and just set goals. I have a planner and that's basically like the one thing I live by. And I love planning out my day and organizing myself. And I know that for some of you it might be like this task that we have to do, but um for me that I used to feel the same way until I turned it um, into like a way to really reflect on what I've done in the past and, you know, just be insightful and introspective into myself. Uh, when I do that is also a way that I've learned to care for myself. I really thank you so much for um, describing these different ways that you practice self-care and I definitely agree with you on the aromatherapy and um, I actually have one of those like the diffusers and every time I put mm -hmm. like orange essential oil or orange or lavender specifically um, and put it in my room I definitely feel more calm and I feel more relaxed so definitely that definitely works and um, personally I do love on a daily basis I love going on walks with my dog to enjoy the weather and um, be free of distractions especially from my phone and I love art so another activity I like to do when I have a little bit more time to spare is to paint which I find is very therapeutic um, as well and I can also let my thoughts wander out play my favorite tunes and just be alone with um, also without any distractions. And um, another way I found um, that's really good for de-stressing is like mindless doodling, where you have like a piece of paper and like a pen or pencil, and then you really just um, like draw whatever comes to your mind. Um, and the best way to do this is not to have like any reference photos or anything and just drawing whatever um, thoughts flow in. And then at the end, you, it's like a, you'll have like a drawing where you can reflect your inner thoughts and just see like what's been going on in your mind. And um, yeah, it's just very therapeutic to just draw, like follow whatever your mind is telling you to do. So yeah. And my second question for you, to, for you today is how do you set realistic and achievable goals for yourself? And what is one personal goal you have um, for the new year? I would say that I really set realistic and achievable goals by first reflecting upon what I've done in the past and seeing where my own capabilities lie. Um, especially because, you know, sometimes we may think that we can do something and then we overestimate ourselves or sometimes we underestimate ourselves. And so I think that the best first step that you could ever do is being introspective, reflecting upon what you've done and having that realistic of mindset of this is something that I can do. And is this challenge that I put on myself something that, you know, I have the potential to do in a realistic mindset? So that is um, the first, you know, thing that I would say would be um, a great first step to start off on. And then to really plan out my goals, I um, 
really use my planner. So that's why I really love my planner. It's, again, the thing that I live by that I carry with me every single place I go because um, it's just something that keeps me in check. And so once I think of a goal that I know I can achieve, what I do is list out all the steps that I, you know, need to do both short-term and long-term to really achieve that goal. And I think that most of you have heard of like SMART goals before, um, but basically um, SMART goals, is just like this acronym for, well, is your goal, you know, like, can you achieve it? Is it something that is going to challenge you? Is it strategic? And basically like planning out a goal that you know you can achieve. And um, basically the SMART goals that I plan out usually take place in my planner. And after planning out all the steps, then I use my planner to really make sure that I'm consistent with the steps that I take. And how I do that is really use like the calendar part of it to plan out my day. Or if it's for like something else, I use an online calendar or any calendar that you have. Um, it's super, super good to just really plan out day by day or like week by week what you're going to do and what tasks you're going to carry out so that you keep yourself in check. And so it's not like I give myself like a whole three months to do this goal. And by the end of like those three months, just like two days before you're like, oh my gosh, I have to start on this. And then you only have two days left when, you know, if you plan out little by little, you really space out your time and it seems really easy every single week. But at the very end, you finally have achieved that really big goal of yours. Um, and so that's my answer to the first question. And then in regards to the second question about what is one personal goal I have for myself, I would say that in the new year, I really want to, well, one, grow my podcast, obviously, because I think that it's such a great platform to really spread inspirational messages from peers to professionals who are able to speak to various topics and um, also share my own story and make other people feel not alone. And um, so that's one goal I would say that I have for like in the aspect of my podcast, um, a like real personal goal I have, um, I would say along the lines of my podcast is just growing areas of self-care and self-growth mm -hmm. and in my like journey of like finding out who I am authentically. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your very in-depth response. And I also really love my planner. I think that like physically writing your goals out definitely makes it more attainable and um you can like see a clearer path to how to achieve them so yeah and I think um for me it's like very important to consider both your schedule ability and resources when setting more realistic goals because oftentimes we have so many amazing goals that we set but in reality we really don't have the time to achieve them for example I used to set pretty unrealistic um new year's goals regarding self-care and I remember one year I I thought that I was gonna like wake up every day like go on like a 30 minute jog before school and then I'll be like refreshed and everything and although it sounds very it's very idealistic um it was really unattainable unattainable because there's so limited time in the morning and it was just very unrealistic for myself and um after I realized that I could not do this every morning I began to kind of um set more realistic goals such as doing like short five to ten meditations in the morning instead of running for 30 minutes and yeah I think that just um 
thinking about how much time you actually have can help make your goals more realistic. Um, mm-hmm. So to wrap it up, what is one piece of advice for the new year um, and how you would suggest others to set yourself up for success? I would say one piece of advice I have for the new year is to take care of yourself and really think about all the good things that you've done this past year because you know as we may feel on the inside that we haven't really done anything or you know we're not really achieving our goals if you're in that position just reflecting back onto where you were back in like January of 2022 and where you are now in December of 2022 moving into January of 2023 um, I bet that looking at the little things and really reflecting and thinking back can allow us to all like really examine from you know this outside perspective how much that we have grown and evolved as people and how much that we've achieved without realizing because that does happen and it is very real um but doing that and just really realizing how much um we are capable of is something that I would really you know, advise everyone to do because it's such a rewarding and great thing to just, you know, think about in, you know, in everyday sense. Um, And especially as we head into the end of 2022. And also advice I have for, you know, setting yourself up for success is to, you know, don't be afraid to take risks because I feel like most of our goals or most of the things that we want to do come from, you know, having those random like 2 a.m. ideas of like, oh, this maybe seem like really cool and then we just don't pursue that. But if it's something that you're really passionate about, something that you're really interested in, something that you really want to do, take that risk and just do it because, you know, the more we ponder about it, the more that we just think about it, it really stops us from really diving in and taking that risk and taking that first step to really pursue our passions. Um, And so I would say that if, you know, you've been that person who's been wanting to start that Instagram account, who's been wanting to start that podcast, who's been wanting to start that YouTube channel, who's been wanting to, you know, like do that project and just go for it because, you know, we learn along that journey and um, there's no harm in just trying because it's going to take you somewhere. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your response again. And I definitely agree with you to just take risks and similar to kind of like this podcast, it was really like, oh, 1am like idea for me. And I'm just Mm -hmm. so glad I took the risk to just do it. And um, because like starting this podcast, I've learned so many different things about, um, you know, like connecting with other teens and sharing advice, how to record podcasts. And um, this wouldn't have been possible if I had not just like done it, you know. So Jeff, definitely I agree with you to be more active in just doing it rather than just having those super good ideas. This year, I'm really going to focus on like creating a growth and positive mindset because if you really think about it, um, everything revolves around your thoughts. And in order to be confident in yourself, to step out of your comfort zone and to explore new opportunities, you really just need to have a mindset that encourages and pushes yourself to be the best that you can be. And through this past year, I've definitely realized that it was my mindset that held me back at times 
but it was also my mindset that allowed me to be more self-confident. So definitely just trying to cultivate um, a more open-minded mindset. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us today and just giving such awesome pieces of advice. Um, I really enjoyed um, having this conversation with you and I hope that we can collab again in the future. Yes, thank you so much. I really love this podcast episode as well. And thank you so much for having me. It was, you know, such a such, you know, amazing experience that I've had. And I'm so glad that we're able to, you know, give all of your listeners the vast amount of goodness that this podcast has. So thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Thank you so much, Kristen. Once again, be sure to check out her podcast and um, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.